you stuck up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder. Who's scruffy-looking? Hello, what have we here? I just assumed he's a walking. Get this big walking carpet out of my way. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Scruffy Looking Podcasters, episode number 13, on Monday, November 6th, 2017. Check us out on our email, send us some questions and all that shit at scruffypodcasts at gmail.com. Look us up on Twitter at, at Hebert207. At Scruffy Looking Ed, no G, at KPG1974, and check the whole group out at, at Scruffy Podcast. Now part of the Radio Free Podcasting Network, www.radiofreepodcasting.com. <laughs> so leave us a review. Hey! And here we are. Here we hey! are. Leave us reviews if you love us. Yeah. And if you don't, go, go, go away. I know, <laughs> I know what you're going to say. That was. That was polite, wasn't it? Go away. If you don't, go away. That doesn't sound like normal James talk, but okay. No, no. There's something wrong with James. What's going on? Shaving it up for later. Well, my name's Ed. What's your name? (laughs) My name's um, Kev. What's your name? I'm James. Hey, I'm back. The three of us are back. James Hebert did the intro. My name's Kev Bust. Kev. My name's Kev Bust. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> over, over in Britain, we got Ed Garbett. Ed Garbett, Ed Garbett here. Kev Boss out there. Oh, come. Anyway, James, how was your week? Noob. My week's been crazy, man. No power? Big storm, no power, lost some trees. Had to resort to eating on each other's dead flesh for nourishment. Huddling fire, huddling by the burned bodies for warmth. Mm. There's chaos up here in the state of Maine. Would you chaos. say it's kind of like the warmth from a pile of Jawas on Tatooine? Mm. Mm. It definitely smelled like overly crispy burned Jawa. Mm. So, James, I saw your uh, I saw your thing on Facebook. Did you get anybody come round to the house? No, no one came at all. Everyone's oh, fuck. Oh, I don't have any power. Oh, I can't feed my fish. Oh, my dog's going to die. Oh, my God, I have nothing to do. All my food's gone. I can't leave the house. It's like, hey, come on over here to James's house. And they're like, oh, my God, I'd rather fucking die. Yeah, I saw that. I thought, let's you know what? This is so kind of James. I bet he's got a lovely house full of people. You open up. Got the kindness of your heart. Come round to my house. I've got power. I've got this. And you tell me nobody came round and shared, no. that, shared that lovely time with you. That's You're damn right. Fucking leads me to What's believe that you? everybody was just overly complaining and their lives weren't that bad. They're just looking to get those extra sad face in Monocon likes on Facebook. Well, that's yeah. it, probably. They're probably going that's to the store amazing. trying to get like a crossbow or something so it can live out <laughs> Walking Dead style, you know? Exactly, exactly. Mm, the world was ending, but yeah, well, it's not as bad as we think. 
So any so, Star Wars news, James? Anything for you? Nah, man, nothing for me. I've been working hard and Actually, I've been working at the same time. Let me answer that question for you. You signed up for something today. <clears throat> yeah. Ooh, tell ooh, us, James. Ooh, tell us. Right. Boys, boys, thank you for reminding me. You're right. So here in Portland, Maine, there's a group called Casco Bay Saber Works. Yeah, that's what it is. Casco Bay Saber Works. And they're having a workshop in December. Build your own lightsaber out of all these metal scraps, copper scraps, leather, you know, old microelectronics and stuff. So they build from scratch in this two-day event, this two-day workshop from 10 to 4 each day at the Open Bench Company on Congress Street in Portland. You, uh, They give you scrap pieces, metal and stuff like that, and a basic mold to build a lightsaber. You can customize it, do whatever you want to it. You actually build the circuit board, solder the wires together, and figure out which LED you want. Do you want it red, blue, uh, green? They had amber and white, which is pretty cool. Ooh. So yeah, I, they, there was so much interest in it. They opened a second workshop weekend in January 6th and 7th in Portland. That's the one I'm going to go to. And I'm going to have a custom lightsaber. It's like 200 bucks. Wow! Nice. You know, so have you it's not like before that. Or have you just? No, I just happened to see it right on Facebook, and it's yeah. not like I, you know, I feel like it's not something I would spend four hundred and seventy-five dollars for, and then drop it on the ground and break it, and be all like, "Wow, I broke!" Shut the fuck <laughs> up. Okay, it didn't break, first of all. But yes, go on. <laughs> oh no! I fucking heard all of this when I listened to last week's podcast. Holy shit! Yeah, I know. I was just crying, wasn't I? Oh my god! <laughs> just a You know what I should do? I should go bury it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell me where, and I'll find it. Tell me where, and I'll find it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll well, come and hunt it down. down. Yeah. Oh, you it. won't. You won't in Buxton. Oh man, that's yeah. where you got to put it dead. <laughs> So James, when do you do this then? When do you do the, the lightsaber building? Uh, that's in um, I think it's the first week at <coughs> first weekend in January, the sixth and seventh, right in Portland. So I'm pretty excited. It's two hundred dollars for two people. You build one lightsaber. So I guess some people bring like a parent and their child or something like that. And they have this eighty, ninety year old metal lathe, old school metal lathe, and. Um, they custom work a lot of the pieces in the metal that's there. It's really cool. Just using old scrap metal from like construction sites and shit like that. So every lightsaber is a little bit different. I'm pretty excited. Oh, awesome. So you can you can actually design your own lightsaber then, however you, you want. Design it. your own lightsaber. Oh, yeah. man, that sounds cool. Yeah, and you know, so you great. get to yeah. you get to add in all your personal touches yourself now. Um, yeah, which would be kind of cool. Then I guess ensuring that it's all different. But yeah, brilliant. Are you doing it? Ed? Yeah. I don't know yet. Oh, come on. You're doing it with me, man. My wife did Come talk. on, it's for two. Well, she oh. talked about it with me tonight. Is she, <clears throat> is she, is she not happy? Uh, she was like, you want to spend another 200 bucks on top of the 400 and whatever <clears throat> I spent? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. So, uh, yeah, a literal yeah. no wasn't said. So I think, but it was implied. I th- no, no, no. I, I, that I don't oh. know. I think it's a go. I yeah. think I can do it if I really want to do it. Ah. You have to. It's a go. But like you said, she's gonna have to know that you really want to do it. Well, yeah. it's gonna be part of my Jedi costume because it's gonna be a custom lightsaber and not like Luke's because mm-hmm. the Luke one didn't make sense. 
I saw no Asian <laughs> Jedi. Did you, Kev? No, I, 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 uh-uh. I specifically not didn't see any. But yep. Yep. See, Ed's breaking, Ed's breaking the mold with it, though, isn't he? He's breaking the mold. He's, <laughs> yes. he's, he's leading the way for Asian Jedi. He's being oddly quiet over there right now. <laughs> I'm like, I need to edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> no, no edits. Clean cuts. No edits. No edits. Just, just go for it. So, um, so James, have James, you said earlier, have you have you decided the colour that hmm. you're having? I'm gonna do red. Are you going are you going red? Yeah. Hmm? So as Ed made fun of me last week, um I came as Kylo Ren to the Halloween party. Unbeknownst to him, so I surprised him. Ha ha! Oh god. <laughs> and I was like, wait, I gotta like attach my blade to my hilt. Oh, man, let me put my blade on, excuse me. At least I can detach it. <laughs> Mine's not even gonna last. I'm gonna get destroyed. Yours is like half the size of mine. Yeah. What about the oh. lightsaber? Oh, we're on side. <laughs> that is what she said. Oh. So, Kev, how's your week? Um, yeah, quiet. Same as James, I think. It's quite quiet. Um, I don't think I got anything. I don't think. Oh, I did. I got the um. A couple of the Elite Series figures from the Disney shop. Um, the Finn in Imperial Disguise and the Chewbacca with the Porg. Nice. More Porgs, more Porgs. How long was that? How long was that? That was good. Oh my God, you guys talked about that for about two hours last week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but we... Fucking, in our yeah, defense, we didn't start top, until it like... Top, it was top-notch podcasting there, wasn't it? Top and it wasn't until 44 That's minutes. True. You had 44 yeah. minutes of Porg-free... <laughs> podcast to listen to. What I did was I skipped ahead of all the bullshit that happens in the beginning to get into the meat of it. Oh! I bet you... Oh! oh I bet you that sounds you like actually, a shit did, iTunes did you actually, review. Did you find any meat? Did you find any meat in it at all? <laughs> <laughs> you were just like, skip, fast forward, no, skip, no, fast forward. No, no, there's no, no James in here. I don't boring, get it. Boring, bullshit, boring, boring, bullshit, boring, boring. Oh, I'm at the end. This is the end of it. Oh, shit. That's it. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What about you, Ed? What about you? Uh, I had a quiet week, except today a coworker of mine gave me. Uh, she brought in a can of Star Wars punch. What? Have you seen that what? in stores? It's like a can nope. of Star Wars. It's like fruit punch, I guess. That's like carbonated, but in a can. And it's Star oh, Wars I punch, see. and like R 2s on the front. Who's on it? Oh. Yeah. So thanks to her. See. Michelle is her name. See, knowing, knowing, knowing over here in the UK, we'll get those like a month after you then or something. We'll get yeah. those. And they're like Star yeah. Wars grapes. You know those two? What? You get those ever? Star Wars grapes. <laughs> Are you kidding me? There, there's pa- literally packages of grapes with like a la- Star Wars label on them. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Do you know what? This, uh, for a minute there, I actually thought the grapes had images of Star Wars people. <laughs> I know. It's like, how do you mold them? <laughs> Speaking of, are you kidding me? We ready oh, yeah. for the segment? It's your turn. Are you kidding me? A surprise, to be sure. Better work, on. Well, do you know what? I found something online which um, even surprised me. What? Um, surprised the yeah. Kev? No, 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 no. It's just what's it? That apparently, apparently, that there is a remote island. Um, Near New Zealand, that accepts um, Star Wars coins as legal t- currency. 
What? Legal tender. What the fuck? What? Are you kidding yeah. me? Like oh, <laughs> Cook's Islands or some shit? It's called... Uh, now, I'm going to... I don't know how you pronounce this. N-I-U-E. Nui. Nui. Uh, Which is uh, 1,500 miles off the coast of New Zealand. And so, yeah, the collectible Star Wars coins um, are legal tender there. Wow. wow. Um, but... But, but you, you buy... You buy them in a set for well, the equivalent of about 12 quid over here, which is about $15. Okay. But then each coin is only worth 50p or one pound. So you're actually going to be worse off if you spend them as legal currency. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, yeah. well, of course. Yeah, I know. Makes so, perfect <laughs> sense. Yeah. So there's like some designs. It's like, it's like two sets that you can buy and they are legal. It's legal tender, legal currency in that little island. And I find that out and I thought, wow, that is, can you imagine if the UK and America did that? That would be amazing. Well, it's called fucking <laughs> eBay. <laughs> yeah, but how can they get that many coins? Yeah. Well, I'm presuming that the... Well, they're all there, um, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. But they're actually quite cool. There's a Luke and Lear one, Yoda and Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, a Stormtrooper, R2 and 3PO. So, yeah, it's... Uh, manufactures them like there you some go. Chinese company um i feel like it was like back in 2005 ish uh when i heard about it like a while ago right yeah star wars yeah. let me do some googling here it says all the coins are sold by the new zealand mint online oh so like oh my god you're right so, new zealand mint what the fuck are you yeah. kidding me cat are you kidding me <laughs> I'm blind. I thought Bantha Blood Fizz was bad. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I was going to go with the jizz one, but that was wrong on every level. I thought I'm not. I'm hey, not sh- going stop. with that one. I mean, we'll sizzle jizz, <laughs> jizz for an, an episode coming up. <laughs> sizzle jizz. <laughs> That's right, listeners. Don't Google it. You'll find out soon. Do not Google that. No, do not Google that. Stay off of Google. I don't even know what's happening right now, man. You'll find out, yeah. James. You'll find, You'll find out, James. Oh, yeah. You'll wow, find this out. is <clears throat> this is real. Look at these coins. That's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> I don't wow. know if that. I mean, I don't. I hope. I presume it's still. I meant cake. New Zealand Mint. Limited. New Zealand Mint. Dot com. Yeah. Holy crap! But 80, have you seen have eighty-five you seen bucks the... for a Last Jedi Luke <clears throat> Skywalker silver yeah. coin? There's a Snoke one. Jesus, I want it. <laughs> no Porg, though. So I'm Paul not, I'm not opening my wallets because there's no Porg yet. Have you seen the set, the, the four-coin set that retails for about no. $250 per series? Oh, my God. What? What is this? Yeah. Wow. Well, you can get them. Oh, look at that. You can get them in a, a case collector's case and then when it opens it makes the sound effect of the falcon uh and it's and the jump to light speed so you it must be like you open the box and it will go and shoot off into light speed so they <laughs> you can buy the coins shoots you off into what the fuck land <laughs> <laughs> i mean come on how could you not well, well that's probably only fucking like ten people that live on that island, anyways. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. That, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Wow. 
Well, anyways, speaking of the cool. Falcon going into light speed, um, dude, new trailer, Luke in the cockpit. Come on. Oh, Let's talk about that for two hours. Go. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you know what? Just, 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 I've got a story on this one because um, I think it. I was I was pretty much asleep because I think it was about was it about three a.m. over here when I got your link to it because um, it was oh yeah it must have come I was on, watching yeah. the World Series yeah that's when it came <clears> that was right and I and I kind of I thought that's my phone going what's going on <clears throat> and I just saw that link there and then and I thought fuck this I've got to watch this now this this like forty five second. Trailer and oh my, holy fuck! Just that, keep me uh, up late. <laughs> yeah, and it was oh, just that one little opening scene is amazing. It's worth it, right? It? Uh, yeah. And do you know what's really? I don't know if you got the same thing, but it was the noise of the Falcon when it lights up when Luke walks in that cockpit, and all those um, sound effects yeah. kick in. And I thought, holy fuck, that is amazing. Those are, those that are is all the feels right there. Yeah. It was the Chewy We're Home moment minus the orgasm. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Well, I thought that was. Because, like, you see the the characters in the Falcon, which is awesome, but then they say Chewy We're Home, which just makes it infinitely better. You hear them speak because that was the first thing that had been spoken in that trailer. Yeah. And it was like, oh, damn. So expertly done. Um, But did you think think this was. A little bit more crowd pleasing than the actual trailer. Yeah, I mean it was it yeah. was nothing it was nothing that any of us had uh, anticipated. No, because <laughs> I thought I thought Leia would say something. Yeah, yeah. You know, or there would be some hint at Leia and Luke's reunion, but there was none. Well, let let me picture a scene for you here. So I was in the basement with my wife, and my wife is on the couch, ten feet from me, on her phone. And the game is on the TV, and I'm over at the table finishing my Lego to Star Destroyer. First order, Star Destroyer. And the thing comes on, and I just scream. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> like I see Luke enter the cockpit of Millennium Falcon, and I'm like, oh, my God! <laughs> and she look at you like, what the fuck is wrong with him? What's wrong yeah, with yeah, him? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, like, drop Legos everywhere. It was funny. It's great. Spilling your loads, a bunch of Legos that fall on the floor. So just, so just, was that? Did that come on the TV, or were you watching it online? No, I saw it live. Like as soon as it came Ah, on, I saw my Twitter light up for the Star Wars Twitter uh, account. They, they like posted it right after. Yeah. So I have a question about this scene, this initial scene. Mm. Do you think him walking into the on the Falcon like that? Do you think that's him leaving? Octo, or do you think that's just him so. checking it out? Like, oh, what's this? Well, there's a lot of a lot of speculation saying he's just checking it out and reminiscing, just having a look round, similar to the Han Solo scene in Force Awakens. But I'm hoping he's he's leaving. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I I'm pretty sure he's definitely going to leave. He saw Tie Fighters in that one scene firing over the Falcon over this huge body of water. So I think that's them leaving when they realize that like shit's about to hit the fan. Um, yeah, my theory yeah. is that Luke does not get into the Falcon at all while she's there because he's just trying to keep that part of his life so buried. Mm. And that scene when he goes into the Falcon is the first time he's walked on that since, you know, the last time he walked on it. 
So wait. It's my theory. Are you thinking, this is maybe what I'm thinking, is she leaves with Kylo from Octo. So he decides to go after her. Boom. Gets on the Falcon. Yeah. Yeah. Because then if she goes to Snoke and is tortured by Snoke, Luke will come in and holy fuck. That's just blew my mind, Ed. Come in and save the day. (laughs) Yeah. Well, did I just Ed. did I just instigate it's a crab pretty... boner? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you've got you've got that one as as fucking erect as it can be, man. Because it, it kind of looks absolutely. like he's like walking in, like okay, now what do I do? Yeah, then? or you know what I mean? Like he's not like oh well, he's it's it's a little like reminiscing, but also like I'm getting ready to leave because shit's turning on around him. So who do you think do you think Carlo comes to Axto and then takes Ray? So Luke's like, I better go after. You think that? You think, or either like captures her, or she goes with him because she wants to get to Snoke because she thinks I can do it. You know, kind of thing like Luke did with going Don't to Bespin. She thinks she can do it, but Luke's telling her to give up and let it go. Right, like like what happened to Luke in Empire when Luke wanted her to go save his his friends. Yeah. So do you think that? Do you think that that's Luke's warning then? If this is not going to go the way you think, do you think? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's a later scene in this trailer that's new that we saw. So Ray's like pissed looking. She's wet. <clears throat> <clears throat> She's wet, Kev. Yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> he's on the ground. Like she did something to him. You know what I mean? Like, like she knocked yeah. him back. Like, like pissed him off. Uh, was she pissed her off? Something he said or did. Right. right. And then she raises a lightsaber like that. Oh, mm-hmm. that cool. That's that's cool, isn't it? At the end. What do you think well, they talked be. about to cause that to happen? Nothing. I don't know, but something to make them duel each other. And then, like, trying to maybe... Because, remember, you, we're always talking about uh, his failure at the cave with mm. Yoda. Yeah. You know, maybe he's bringing... That's her cave that she's in right now, trying to kill Snoke, and he's like, no, no, don't make the mistake I did. Maybe. Well, yeah, but it looks... <coughs> yeah, yeah, you're right, you could be right there, because then that would be... Why do you think, why do you think Luke's... Because Luke's on the floor anyway, and he says, this is not going to go the way you think. So do you think... Mm. Do you think she's knocked him down or something? And he's well, like... I think she thinks, kind of like Luke did in Empire, like, I'm, I'm awesome, I'm, I'm a knight, I'm good, I'm going to fight for the light, I'm going to go do this and win. And he's like... It's not going to the way you think. I mean, look yeah, how the Jedi yeah, yeah, yeah. fail. Look yeah. how, like, you know, I'm like an old senile motherfucker. You know, I'm just, you know, things aren't going to end useless. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought the beginning and the end of it were just really because that bit when she lights the lightsaber, that was kind of like that's obviously in that scene in the water when because that could go in what james said because she, she like dives in the water in the other trailer don't she she in that yep. cave uh-huh yeah so yeah that's a good that's that she's seeing snoke and trying to kill him yeah oh. yeah oh. or yeah well i always oh. thought that like that scene with the jedi academy would be her <clears throat> her cave you know what i mean like she sees the academy burning and she goes it's like in her past yeah and she's back there and meets Kylo somehow. I don't know. Maybe not. Mm. That's just an idea. <laughs> it could be, yeah, yeah. There's about, there's about 100 it could be. But, yeah, I, I do think that this, 
Because there's the question of, obviously, will Luke fight Ray? So, what do you think on that one? Do you think they, do you think they actually do fight on that planet? Yeah. Um, there <laughs> were, slight spoiler alert, there were a while ago, months ago, oh, what when, the they fuck? Were, when they were filming. Spoilers, don't do spoilers. <laughs> no, give it to me, Ed. Give it to me. Uh, no, don't. They, don't give it to me, Ed. I'm giving no it. No spoilers. I'm giving it. Oh, you fuck. <laughs> there, uh, scenes I think they were filming with dark cloaked figures in a fight scene with Ray and Luke. Yeah. And people speculated that it was the Knights of Ren. Ah, okay. Yeah. They yeah. weren't wearing red. So... I mean, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean the Praetorian guards could change or anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but uh, mm, so speaking of Praetorian guards, there's another scene in the trailer that's new oh, where yeah. we get the entire full throne room, Snoke throne room in full effect. Yeah, uh, what do you think to that? What do you guys think of that? Like, <coughs> the, did you look at the picture? Yeah, yeah. It, it looks Hulk's like. Is um, in it. Yeah, you see Hux. Yeah, and you Amity's see some there, two other cloaked figures off to the right. Yes. So who knows what those are? And then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, uh, nine. There's eight cards. No, those aren't eight figures. Cards. Those aren't figures. That's like shad- That's like structures. Those are structures. The two shadowed ones? Yeah, I don't think those are people. It's all just Praetorian guards. Cool. Snoke okay. and... I mean, I haven't really Hux. zoomed in right now. Yeah, Hux is definitely there. Yeah, uh, Armitage is there. Armitage. Uh, you're talking about around yeah. that, like, device, right, James? Yeah, to the right. Yeah. There's a dude on the left that looks like he has a blue eye. Yeah, I don't think that's a person. I think Strong. it's like, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Except he has red eyes, I think. <clears throat> James is seeing his, his James is thrown illusions again isn't so, it so so here's here's a thought um what the fuck are those things hanging from the ceiling and what are the know. things they're hanging down to i don't know i wouldn't what i don't know what they do you think fuck? they're just part of the deck or do you think there's something significant because there's obviously the machine on the right isn't there that may be keeping right. him alive right that may be the force the force draining machine that's sort of making him stronger yeah we theorized that which, last time yeah yeah but the things yeah. above, I don't know. I couldn't, I couldn't really get a theory on them. I don't know if you've got one. It looks like the US. same thing as the one on the left. Yeah. So maybe it has to be a, of, symmet- of some kind of symmetry to the throne. So he has to sit yeah. on it. I don't know. It's, it's very intriguing, though. It's very intriguing. I don't mm. think those are lights hanging down. I think they're like, they have to no, do with it. Some kind of device. Yeah. Like some kind of force field or like laser beam or... Something and look like at that. look at the pipes coming in over the throne. Mm. That's like, like a spine. That's like a ship. Yeah, like power going in or out. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. But I'm, yeah, I'm very intrigued as to what this is and why Snoke has it set up there in his throne room. Mm. Yeah. So do, have you have you got a theory on it, Ed? Yet, or are you same as me, just not uh, sure? Just the same one we mentioned last episode the whole yeah, like yeah, something yeah. keeping him alive for centuries mm. yeah so do you think that's near the beginning of the movie when 
see this with Hawks with Hawks being there. Yeah, well, I, I could be any time. I think maybe it's like mm. her walking in, so he's looking back or something. You know, they carry yeah, Ray be. in. Oh yeah, that could be it. Mm. I don't know. Just a guess. Uh, mm. Any mean, other thoughts like, on the throne room? I think no, point. not really. It's, it's only a very short little. Yeah, so we got we got a few pieces. new glimpses of the Falcon <clears throat> flying around, <clears throat> shooting at stuff. We got Finn cheering, looking up at a Tie Fighter getting blown up, which is cool. That, that's exactly like that Force Awakens scene, though, isn't it? Yeah, he and, and he that, has yeah. like nothing over him, like he's like in the open. Yeah, he could yeah. die at any moment. <laughs> but anyway, Ooh. oh wait, wait, how is, far how far in the trailer was that? It was like last half third. the end. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it was, oh, he's yeah. in. He's in like one of those ski speeders. It seems <clears throat> that's how the trailer kind of made it to look. Right. Could right. be wrong. It does look. Like, it is on crate, isn't it? That's that action scene on crate, isn't it? Where he's flying. Right. So I presume him and Poe are firing, uh, flying one of those into crate, and they, I don't know, yeah. maybe something happens and he does that all cheery thing mm, that he did yeah. from the Force Awakens. So. Um, did you guys see that yeah. new? Did you guys see that new image of um, Rose? Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. she's like piloting a ship or doing something with the ship or a vehicle, and Finn's like yeah. kind of hovering over here because he's useless. <laughs> he's probably no. piloting something because he is useless. He just like shoots weapons. That's yeah. all he's good at, <laughs> which is fine. Yeah, he's it's fine. Fucking useless at everything. <laughs> but anyway, it, it, it makes it yeah. sanitation. It's from sanitation. Yeah, sanitation. I mean, come on. What good can a janitor really? Do? I mean, he can probably befriend a. A Dianoga pretty well. <laughs> What's a Dianoga called, Ed? Uma, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think I make up a new name every episode. Yeah, I think yeah, it changes week to week. As long as it's two syllables and has an M in the middle. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be Emma next week. No, but that, that photo, I, I get that sense of like her being like uh, adept at using vehicles or technology you know <clears throat> like she's yeah. really concentrated and in, in doing her thing and finn's just over her like yeah do your thing well yeah she's an engineer yeah mm. it's good engineer, so she engineer. might be useful she might be useful exactly as opposed to, as opposed to finn use less use less well we'll see when he fights phasma and loses oh <laughs> He's gonna win that fight, isn't he? And I'm gonna be like, "Oh, oh. come on!" Me and you no, both. No, see, see, Finn's Finn is like Andrew Lincoln in The Walking Dead. Whenever he tries to go one on one with someone, Rick always gets his ass kicked, and so will Finn. Mark my words. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, you heard that theory, didn't you, James? That it, there's no possible way that he should be beating Fazer in a one on one battle. No. God, yeah, I did hear that, and I was just yeah. like, "Yeah, hell no!" Unless so he has the force. Mm. Oh come on! <laughs> I'm just it saying, unless he it has can't a force, possibly be a force. No, he did. Possibly, and my friend Charlie mentioned this. He did resist the mind manipulation of the First Order in defecting the the stormtrooper corps. Yeah. So he has some. Mm, he has yeah. some ability in there somewhere. Well, you want to hear oh, this note oh. theory? It ties right into this. <clears throat> so, I think, oh. 
I think Snoke uh, is her mentor, her master. She's his pupil. So I think she was out in the unknown regions. She was sort of a product of like super imperial training once they determined that she was force sensitive. Kind of like the stormtroopers, like Phasma and all of them, like raised from birth to try to do stuff. And then somehow she came into loose care, ended up at the academy. And he's like trying to cure her from all this badness or whatever. And Snoke wants to get her back. Now nah, this is all starting to fall apart. <sighs> Fuck, this mm. is a good one. No, well, that'll explain his raw power comment, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, what if she is a result of, you know, that First Order training? And so the rebel Luke found her, whatever, and left her on Jakku because of the Emperor's old outpost there. She would be disguised by all the darkness that's going around, and they couldn't sense her. Ah. Ooh. Clever. Kind of how Yoda hit on Dagobah next to the... Yeah. Dark so maybe everything himself. about my theory is incorrect, but maybe the reason why she's there is because whatever dark power that's there helps conceal her. Right. Like you said, you know, Yoda and Dagobah and mm-hmm. Ben out fucking... So that might be an EU thing, desert. but it makes sense. It could be. Yeah. Well, yeah. nah, nah, that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Hey, you know, shall I, hey, shall I go? James, can I go? Oh, that's just fucking. Kev, what's your what's your Snoke theory? <laughs> now that we're on that's stupid fun. Snoke <laughs> theories, what's your Snoke theory, Kev? No, that's. I told you that time. I think he's a. Um, totally new. No, I think he's an ancient Sith who's. Um, oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Was was around, in the old Republic, and somehow, has been brought back or has been is, being rejuvenated somehow. Um, and I think he needs... Whoa, whoa, wait, 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 wait. James, that wasn't yeah. a Snoke theory. That was a Ray theory. Uh, yeah, I'm just yeah. suddenly, like, thinking of this. Like, wait a second. How long did that take? Yeah, I got a minute. What's going on here? So, Kev, what's your Ray theory? <laughs> <laughs> she's she's Hannah and Leah's daughter. Oh. Yeah. I'm kind of with you on that. Kev. I think... I think it's simple. I think it's gotten ridiculously out of hand with the theories with it, and I think it's going to be one of them that they just kind of go, yeah, we're brother and sister. And Lucasfilm um, is just laughing about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, oh, I think Ray's... Uh, or she's Luke's daughter, or she's Hannah Lear's daughter, and I think because... I, I always think... Or yeah. One of the things... There's two things on that that I think that. The first one are the scenes from The Force Awakens when a lot of the time when you watch it, Leah and Han know who she is. I'm convinced of that. And then the other one is that interview that uh, Carrie Fisher does, I think on the first behind the scenes when she says it's about family and that's what makes it so powerful. Yeah. So I just think that they're related somehow. Ray and um Kylo Ren are related, so they're either brother and sister or cousins, and <clears throat> yeah, and that I think it's going to be that simple. Which is why yeah. Kylo may have left her there, you know, right. yeah. Kylo being the abductor and erased yeah. her memory. Yep, because he has that mind, weird force that, power yeah. that we don't know about. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I so mean, it's, it's, it's I, a I completely bit, agree. <laughs> it's that fucking easy, people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be something pretty mundane like that. 
James, yeah. do you think that this whole Ray theory has gotten a little bit where people oh, yeah. are speculating this? And do you think I, I I don't think Lucasfilm and Disney meant it to be that complicated. I think they wanted a little mystery there and let fans speculate. But I just think they'll. So I have I a question know. for you guys. I have a question. If it comes out that Ray is Han and Leia's daughter, will you guys be disappointed because you're no. kind of just no. it was hyped so much and you no. wanted it and no? See, see, I thought it was that from the beginning, and mm. honestly, I really thought it was just like okay, Han and Leia's daughter because they can't be Luke Star because they've never introduced a female character that he could ever possibly be with. Mm. So it had to be Luke. It had to be uh, Han and Leia's. And hey, well, what you said, Kev. Is ex- I complete one hundred percent, and that's mm. basically it. Probably be some big <laughs> sacrifice before she like makes the realization, but she can't like fully embrace Leia before she dies or something. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But I mean, I know it's a you know a, a bit of a simplistic theory, but I just think that that's what it's going to be. But watch it be like really fucking complicated. Well, no, Jedi Knight. Well, like, so like a, get... clone, a clone from Palpatine who needed to be hidden. And you go like, oh, crap, I've got that wrong, Anna. Get, get ready for my theory. Ready? Yes. Come on then, Ed. What's yours? She is a direct descendant of a porg. <laughs> oh. 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 Do you think she's you the queen of the porgs? me fucked up? Oh, my God. She's, is she like the queen of the porgs, like in Aliens? And she's no, like, no, no, no. I'm just trying to segue. Like, I'm just trying to segue here. <laughs> He's trying to bail us out. We so, gotta get out of here. So the next yeah, news yeah. item. The next news item. Uh, we got some new creature info from Neil Scanlon, the the creature guy from Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Does mm-hmm. He's head of all the the creature props and shit, making them. Uh, he had an interview with Empire Magazine, and he revealed that the Porgs are related in some way to the creatures that we know as the caretakers. And if you remember back from Entertainment Weekly Info Bomb in our first mm-hmm. episode, those were those nun-like aliens. You know, they were in the, the hooded garb. And uh, yeah. they also mm-hmm. live on the same island. <clears throat> so he says, and I quote, It felt like the only creatures that would ever exist on this island were those indigenous to it where very few other species and DNA would have reached them. So, they're an extrapolation from the porgs and have bird-like feet. He's talking about those caretakers. But they're a further developed race. What do you guys think about that? The caretakers are like... like humans to apes. You know, like caretakers to porgs. Mm. And they've been on the island all that time. Yeah. Hmm. I have read this one because obviously I buy Empire magazine. I'm a subscriber. And I, uh, I, I just thought that was interesting and move on. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. this is awesome. Um, it's about porgs. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, fuck, James. What do you think about this? Move on. on. Porgs, James. Come on, James. Porgs. Stick with me on it. Fucking shit, isn't it? Yeah, why are we talking about this? Well, you know what? There's this something is else. Shit. There is something else. The poor right. Chewy in the trailer. You know what I'm talking about? Obviously. <laughs> Obviously you do. That pork in particular is Chewy's new best friend. And he shows some very wookie wookie like traits in it. Like he's he's like the 
he says that in the way he's colored, he looks similar. So his patterning is very similar to Chewie's. <clears throat> okay. Interesting, right, guys? Is this the pog that Chewie's going to eat? Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. he's already eaten one at that point. Because <laughs> he's got that feather in his mouth. Did you hear that on the last episode, James? Yeah. Where he clearly has a feather in his mouth? <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw that. I was like, that's <clears throat> kind of weird. Because <laughs> remember you I mean, thought it... I mean, it did kind of look like a blemish on the screen. Oh. But yeah, in that, that in the weird. new, in that new like behind the scenes thing, this is definitely on his mouth. <laughs> I hope we see. I hope you see. That's when you start getting out of traumatized kids in it. If Chewie starts eating, yeah, he's not gonna. That's eat. gonna yeah. be. That's. I think oh. it. I think it's like some you know ceremonial what, you know, thing. You know what, guys? If that happens, right, I will stand up in the screening that I'm doing and, and clap. Stand up <laughs> out of my seat. I promise you now. If that happens. When I see The Last Jedi at the Showcase Cinema in Nottingham and, and Chewie just tucks into a pork for dinner, I will stand up and start clapping. And clap, yeah. <laughs> Forget everything else. <laughs> a slow clap. All right. forget clap. forget Luke going on the Falcon or Luke's reunion with Leah or anything like that. I won't stand up and clap that, but if Chewie fucking just gets one of those porgs and Bites its head off. Tears it open. Yes, come on. This is what I paid my money. Come on, guys. Then he sits on the side and goes, well, here's the poor. They're so cute. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll let us move on from the porgs. So the next thing he mentioned was the ice foxes or whatever on crate. Mm, Yeah. So they turn out not to be ice at all, but rather they're made from crystals. And he says, and I quote, the theory is they've fed off this planet for so long that their fur has become crystalline. They've been taken on the very surface of the planet they live on. End quote. Oh. Mm. See, I quite like the look of those on, the, on, on screen. They look quite good. Yeah, yeah I like them they too. They do look a little bit like the um, Snow dogs. things for Rebels, though, don't they? The, um, oh, the fucking little cat rat things. That yeah, really what they called? Desert. Loathe cats or something, whatever the fuck they're called. Um, Loth wolves. <laughs> fuck me. Loth yeah, wolves. Loth wolves. Yeah, Dermot yeah. Demodogs. <laughs> yeah, them. The Loth wolves. Fucking Demodogs. Hey, stop hating on rebels. I presume, I presume those, I presume those <laughs> are only going to be like seen on screen. They're not going to have any sort of significance, are they? I mean, it's just going to be the wildlife running away or whatever. Yeah, they know. look quite cool, though, don't they? They, they do. Quite they good. do, for yeah, sure. No, yeah. something fucking stupid will come up and be like, oh, I'm going <clears> to... <throat> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go into the minds of these dogs, and they're gonna help take down the. Oh no! You know? <laughs> no! 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 Yeah! No, oh, no, that's all bullshit. This is gonna get. Mm. This is how bullshit it's gonna get. Maybe, maybe, right? Maybe Chewie will eat one. He'll <laughs> <Maybe laughs> have a crystal sticking out of his mouth. <laughs> maybe Chewie will go around going, "That fucking pork was just the appetizer." Now, <laughs> now it's the main course. In which case, guys, in which case, if that happens, I will stand up again and applaud (laughs) rapidly. (laughs) I'll be like, Ryan Johnson, what a genius. What a guy. The only way Kevin claps twice in this movie (laughs) and stands up. Is when Chewie eats. Because we saw him in in Return of the Jedi go for the... um, Oh, yeah. 
fall for fall for the Ewok trap. So yeah, that's it. You see, that's that's oh. what. And that, that <laughs> he's hurt. obviously got he's obviously got a good appetite, Chewie. Had he? So did that not hurt bored. you when you saw that? Because that like I feel like Chewie lost a lot of dignity in that scene. Yeah, that was. You stupid. know what I'm saying? He's a smart guy. He fixes the fucking the Falcon all the time. Yeah. Then he like falls for a trap like that. Like, come on. There were lots of silly things like that in Return of the Jedi, though, weren't they, really? When you watch them when you're older. Um, yeah. Especially when they copy scenes from the shitty parts of Return of the Jedi and they put them in the Flight of the Defender episode on Star Wars Rebels. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Do you want to talk about that right now? Sure. Oh, when we get to Rebels. Oh, we we'll get to we Rebels. We'll stuff. get to Rebels. No, we, we got one more thing. Well, no. We yeah, don't have one more thing. On. We have, we're moving on to Solo. Yes. Oh, okay. A Star Wars story. Oh, so what a shitty, shitty name. I know. Well, it's not that shitty. Like, yeah, but what do you it's think fine. Are oh, you not happy with the title? Well, it looks like we lost James. Uh, we'll just continue on with the uh, little bit of solo news. Maybe get into Rebels. He will maybe. be back. We need him back for Rebels. He said he's rebooting his computer, so he'll be back. Uh, so... As far as solo news, it's just something a little minor. Thandy Newton, who plays that, um, I want to say bartender, not bartender, but, um, Burlesque. Yeah, in, um, mm. Westworld. Westworld. Uh, great mm-hmm. actress, great actress. Uh, she commented mm. on the director change and, and, uh, how great it was. She said, th- she says, I think it's less about things going wrong than getting more help to bring it into the best position it can be in. She says, I really like Ron, though. He's very sweet, and the film is dope. Or it's dope. It's so cool, and it's such a great cast. Yeah. So she, like, talks him up. She likes him. I mean, uh, what else would she say, I guess? Uh, well, we've had this... Um who was the one before that was talking about it, Ed? We mentioned it on one of the shows before. He was saying how good the directorial change was, wasn't it? Um, oh, God. Who was it? It was another one. Anyway, just as a side issue. Um, yeah, there's a lot of Willi- positivity. Uh, Williams? What's his name? Michael K. Williams? When he left? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was, wasn't it? Or somebody. Somebody you was know, saying how... I saw something that... What's his name? Bellamy? Replaced him. Um, Bettany. Paul Bettany. Bettany, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I don't yeah, think that's been confirmed that he replaced no. him. No. No. <clears throat> and I was like... I think a what? lot of people presumed that, though, didn't they? Yeah, they I don't think that it's he true. Was... I, don't, I don't know. No. But there's a lot of people... You know, saying how good it is and, and what's going on. Um, that there's nothing to worry about. That it's all, you know, all pretty smooth and all pretty straightforward. So yeah, it's quite positive. The things that are coming out from there. I mean, I've still got my reservations about that film, but yeah, let's see see what happens. But um, I love it. Tell me, like, shit went wrong. Tell me they had to re redo like over half of it. I, I'm fine with mm. that. Like, like. I, I assume it's for the better. It's it's gotta be. Well, like, I don't don't the, just throw something out of the shit. Yeah. Well, you, do you think there's something in the fact that the cast seem happier with him with Ron Howard in charge? 
Don't you think that they seem to be more confident? With yeah, I mean, we, we haven't heard anything bad now. No. Um, so the photos he's posting, I mean, he's posting them, but that's with the people getting wrapped, you know, the main actors wrapping mm. up their, their, uh, <clears throat> shoots and stuff. It's, they look really happy. I don't mm. know. It does seem. I'm surprised. Seem uh, there's been nothing really from like Alden Herrenreich, has he? From Han Solo himself. He's been quite quiet. For that's all true. This. He's not really said. Yeah. I just wonder why. I just wonder if they're just keeping that under wraps. And I mean, Donald Glover's come out and Orlando, and he said a few things. And like Thandie Newton's come out. Amelia Clark said everything's fine. Woody Harrison was the one. Woody Harrison was the one that did the interview that was saying it's fucking ace. Don't worry, it's, it's great. Um, so yeah, he's still yeah. laid back. Well, yeah, yeah. He's I know, probably in between smoking joints. He's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it'll be fine. Yeah. He's like, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> you're like, yeah, yeah, everything's awesome when you high like that, mate. I gotta put a blaster in my holster. Yeah, <laughs> everything's awesome. everything's great then. So yeah, um, I think it'll be yeah. fine. Uh, do you think? Are you in the camp? We're getting a trailer for for it um on the last jedi like in, in front that, of yeah. it or you think Just after a little it, like january um i'd love there to be one for the last jedi i'd love that right you'd you know, love like, it but what do you think lucasfilm's gonna do no i don't think they will you don't think they will no yeah I, i'm with I, you i think it's january i think we're getting yeah because they don't really um they don't seem to do that, like, put a trailer with a film, do they? It tends to be more a, an event. I mean, I, I don't know if there's any events coming in January, February time or anything like that. You know, like um, a big sort of Comic-Con or Disney event or something. But it seems to be there that Disney like to release trailers, doesn't it? Like, yeah. um, you know, like at the Star Wars celebrations or at the D23s or at the Comic-Cons New York or whatever. So... I don't think, I hope there is one, but I don't think they will. Just a little, even if it's just like a a minute, you know, sort of little teaser for the solo film. It'd be lovely to see some, wouldn't it? Just, you know, just settling mm. down for The Last Jedi and then fucking that, you know, that comes on and you'd just be like, wow, that, that'd be amazing. But you I think, don't think they will. You think they'll try something new and do like a, they do at the end of Marvel movies after the credits and no. throw like a solo thing on the end? Probably um, not, right? No, that's not a Star Wars thing, is it? No. That's not a Star Wars thing. And if they it's did definitely... it, it'd probably be like episode nine teasing, not solo. Right? Yeah. No. But I just think, I don't know if you how you feel about it, but I always think if they're going to tease a film, tease it before. Don't wait till after. I just, you know, because you, you, you want to talk about The Last Jedi, don't you? You want to... Um, when you come out that theatre, you don't want to be waiting and then thinking, oh, there's a solo teaser now. I think if they're going to do a solo teaser, do it before the film. Do it before The Last Jedi. Because, like, in the theatres that we go to in the UK, it's, like, great, because they have, like, the thing that come up and it says, and now I'll feature presentation, and then it sort of cuts off. And sometimes they'll play, like, an advert of something. But it would be so cool over here if they just 
did that, and then all of a sudden there was a solo trailer, and then they went into the Last Jedi. That'd be awesome. That would be sweet. Um, yeah, um, I don't think they will, but it's a perfect time to do it to me because you know they must have. I mean, when did they wrap filming? Was it a couple of weeks ago about, when they announced yeah, the um, yeah the name the wrap? Yeah, so you think you know what they've got six weeks now till the last Jedi, so or five weeks. So you think, yeah, just put a little. They've definitely got you some know, footage by then. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Just put a sixty-second little teaser before the last Jedi, and that would be absolutely awesome. But I don't think they will. But we can only. Have you heard anything a rumor of that? No, I haven't. No, but no, I, I just. No. I think. Uh, I think we'll get it. They don't want to like interfere with. The Last Jedi confused the layperson. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think with Rogue One there was some confusion. They want to prevent. Yeah. Like They're like, "Where's Ray?" You know, like in Rogue One. Mm. I feel sorry for those people. But anyway. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they are idiots, aren't they? They are just idiots. <laughs> How do they not know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At least like, they don't. Friends, you know what I'm what, envious what, about? Those kind of people, though, they don't know who Ezra is. Yeah, that's so so lucky, isn't it? But one of my friends' um, wife said at one point when we were all watching Rogue One together, um, "Why isn't Luke Skywalker in this?" <laughs> so you think, no, there's no hope, is there? There's no hope for some people. So yeah. Anyway, so um, yeah. Well, moving on with Disney and what they're going to do. So there was an article recently in the Wall Street Journal about how Disney is laying the hammer down on theaters for some profit for La- The Last Jedi. Uh, apparently, they're having them sign contracts that they must commit to top secret terms that numerous, and I quote, theater owners say are the most onerous they have ever scene yeah disney will receive about 65 percent of ticket revenue from the film a new high for hollywood studio disney is also requiring theaters to show the movie in their largest auditorium for at least four weeks and then ignoring these terms uh carries an unusual penalty if they violate them, Disney can take an additional 5% cut, bringing it to 70. Uh, what do you think about this? Is this surprising, really? Like, um, Yeah. Um, to you, really? A little bit <clears throat> dictatorship, isn't it? That you show it our way or you don't get it. Um, I mean, I, I don't yeah, know I'm much gonna... about like theaters and their business and how shit works. But uh, it seems like for something so popular, like they they, more, pre- they predict it's gonna be like almost as much as the Force Awakens, which is a ton. Yeah, at sixty five percent or at was it thirty five percent? Theaters, yeah, of the- like they're still gonna make money, tons of money, like more than the average movie. Well, the the, the trouble is though, it's it's. The the, the 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 major chains aren't going to be affected, are they? You know, you you know, we have 
you know, showcase, Cine World, etc. over there. And 65% of the profit to them when you've got 10 screens, you know, all showing it. It's not a big issue to them. It's the, it's the smaller it's the smaller theatres, isn't it? I mean, we've got a cinema near us. Um, it's just like a local sort of independent theatre that would show it. You know, one screen, mm-hmm. people in. They rely on revenue. They rely on ticket sales, don't they? So to, to, to single them out and, um, you know, hit them in their pocket just seems ridiculous to me. It just seems really greedy. You know, Disney seemed to be being greedy at this point to me and just like you know you do it our way or you don't get it so i completely understand why some theaters are saying well we won't show it at all then mm, um, yeah and that's what they're and saying get... some independent yeah. ones are like nope yeah and i completely get that because you're thinking well if they're the... why would they show a film when they're already going to make any profit from it well especially um, in a small market area where they don't think a lot of star wars fans are yeah and their theater is yeah. not big anyway yeah, why? Why even mm. like do it? But there are but there are still plenty of people that like to watch movies that way. Some people, you know, they don't want to go to a multiplex and go to a three D fucking whatever um, IMAX X plus version of something. They like to support a local cinema and watch a film there. And you think, you know, why why should they be dictated to like that? I think that's completely unacceptable myself, but. Well, that, that moves me to my, oh. next, my next comment. Apparently, there's some issues with Disney and An- the city of Anaheim. Did you hear about this? Oh, okay. No, I'm not going to... So, uh, as we know, Disneyland is uh, right there in Anaheim. And they've... <clears throat> apparently, there's some accus- accusations that Disney is um, throwing money at some politicians that are on the town council there to get them approved uh um for tax-free purposes you know to build disneyland you know what i'm saying apparently they've been leasing uh a parking garage or land or something for one dollar a year for like a long time because it's just like something they agree to but, you yeah. know, their argument is they bring X amount of jobs and brings billions of dollars in and blah, 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 blah. So, I don't know. It's something they got to figure out. The people have to figure out, is it worth it? Mm. Because, mm. I mean, Disney is popular and they bring people there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But what's but, the alternative? Yeah. Are, are Disney threatening to say, well, look, if you don't, we'll do this, we'll do that. Well, the, the, um, the big, I think the thing was the LA Times, well, the LA Times, or I think it was the LA Times, got shunned by Disney. Um, like, they're not allowing him to do go to the premiere because they they uh, published something. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. And this I saw is, that. And yeah. this is what you I'm talking about. I can't about. review it. Or, yeah, yeah. And, and, then, and then someone at the New York Times or whatever was like, I'm not gonna review it because i'm not gonna review the last jedi because of that yeah so disney i don't know one part of disney the business side is not very nice from what i'm seeing from these last two things i think i hear james it's james back well i mean that's how disney acts man disney's a business yeah (laughs) 
Speaking of which, what's the latest piece of news that we know Disney just did today? Or they're planning to do? Do we know? Go ahead. Oh, Kevin. Oh, yeah. They're planning. They're going to buy 20th Century Fox. Boom. Oh. Mic drop. Wow. We're going to get the unaltered trilogy. Surely. Well, okay. First things first. No, no, no. First things first. Disney's going to rename it 21st Century Fox. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, guys, with it being 21st Century Fox, do you think we're going to get the amazing Fox fanfare in front of our Star Wars films here on out? Ooh. Yeah, they have to put a that back on, don't they? Mm-hmm. They have to. Mm-hmm. They have to put that back on. They are saying yeah. that they'll go back and put it back on before the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi, though, aren't they? Is it right? Is it is it not until Episode Nine? I don't know if it's even official yet. I think they were just well. No, I mean well, that, they're talking about it, aren't they? Yeah, but it might not be until Episode Nine when that happens, and then they'll go back and do it. So. So it would be interesting if it's not until episode nine. Um, you see the start yeah, of the If they go, yeah, if they go back and do that. But but to me, yeah, I mean, I hope they do that. But to me, the most interesting thing is if they buy that is whether they'll release the. Well, they've got to release the unaltered trilogy, haven't they? They've got to release that on Blu-ray. So um, yeah, that was my next question. So if they yeah. own 20, 20th Century Fox, that means they got access. To the yeah. original trilogy and the yep. prequels. Yep. And Kathleen Kennedy has repeatedly said, no, we're not going to touch the original trilogy. We're not going to do that. Anything. Oh, yeah, they are. Well, she didn't she promise Lucas that she wouldn't without his permission? Right. But, so, but does releasing the unaltered versions count as messing with the original trilogy? No, it doesn't. No, they've got to release that. They've got to. They've got to. Yeah. The fan the fan outcry, the fan um, demand for that would be huge. And Disney, like James said earlier, Disney are a business. If yeah. they can release that trilogy unaltered and get the, the hardcore fans. Can you imagine if they put that in like a, a box, a really nice fucking box set? Like this is the unaltered <laughs> trilogy. Oh, man. Oh, man. They've got to do it. They've well, got to do that. I, I think, I think in the the probability of that happening is is at its highest right now because you still have all the people who saw a new hope in the theater still alive, mostly. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> like me. Know, exactly. So they're all still alive, and everybody else who's seen the rest of the trilogy is all alive. So if they were to release the super original unaltered version. People would get that because that's their childhood version. Yeah, and and no one, no one's gonna buy it more than they will right now. That's mm. my that's my guess. Yeah, absolutely right. I, I'm completely with you. And I, I mean, I've been, you know, crying out for these for ages because I've got so many copies of the original. Tr- and the, and when all said and done, they are the films that I fell in love with. That that were everything. So Lucas, with all these changes that. I will hold my hands up. Some changes are fine, some are good, but the majority are terrible. Um, <laughs> so, um, 
this is this is like you say the the perfect opportunity if they actually do buy it to get that original on auto trilogy spruce it up remaster it and get it out on blu-ray just just perfect would they would they get clone wars too or is that like a cartoon network kind of netflix deal though i think that's more on the uh, i think netflix owns more of that <clears throat> it, it would be more the yeah the six films wouldn't it yeah wow but they're not I'd really gonna they're that. not gonna they're not going to do anything with the prequels, are they? They're not going to do... Um, are they? It's a, it's a pity that they can't go back and completely change them. But <laughs> You never know. What, what would they do with them? I don't know. You just never know. Remakes? Never... <laughs> Remake. But, In like 10 yeah, years. Remake them. Remake them. Mm. Oh, yeah. Completely just get rid of those... And remaking. That's something, isn't it? <laughs> Speaking of getting rid of and remaking, or just remaking, Thrawn has been remade in Rebels. James, I want your thoughts on the la- yeah. one of the latest Rebels episodes. We talked about this last week, Kev. Uh, mm-hmm. Flight of the Defender. Defender. Of- Defender, yeah. So Thrawn was in that kind of prominently, like in mm-hmm. the front line. How do you think he was portrayed when he's standing there on the tarmac with a blaster pistol, chest up um, high? Know what I'm saying? I don't know. It reminded me of that scene with General Patton in Africa in World War II where he just Ooh. didn't give a fuck, just wanted to be out there shooting at the dude. But I don't know. I feel like Thrawn is just portraying himself as this super, super over-cocky, confident dude that, I don't know. It's going to backfire on him, but I feel like they're setting it up to backfire on him in a really stupid way. But uh, that, like, because you, you had issues, that didn't you? You had issues, that. Well, I don't think he's like that. I don't think he's like a confident, like, like, uh, like you're saying. I don't think he's. I think he'd be more in the background, being a genius. Like this is, I plan for them to capture this tie defender, you know, kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. But you also see him like physically training and stuff like that. And the Chiss in the expanded universe were always known to be excellent hand-to-hand combat fighters. You think you think they'd it'd be logical for them to pick up a blaster pistol and shoot at a tie defender as it flew by? Oh, in the open. Yeah. Okay. If we're talking about that, <laughs> which I think you've been talking about the whole time, of. Oh, yes, this little blaster pistol's really going to do anything to this fucking tie defender with shields on it. Yeah, that, that, that was, was fucking That was the stupid. bit you hated, Ed, wasn't it? That was the bit that you really what hated, I wasn't it? I d- mm. It's not hate, but I really disliked it. I really was like, I my Thrawn, I like Thrawn a lot because I read Zahn's original shit. And the new stuff, decent. And... This just makes him like a fucking tool. Mm. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. However, yeah. however, however. But didn't however. but didn't you like in that episode that he was quite calm and quite confident? I'm actually he, all right with was, everything else in yeah, Rebels. Yeah, say I quite this like the fact that This is the only this. time I've been like they fucked up. Yeah. Just that one bit when he was shooting. Yeah, because he's been in the background being like, okay, we'll let them lose or we'll let them. And then that finale last season when he's like, 
he got into the fight, but he still did okay. Like it wasn't dumb. Like this was fucking. It was. It 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 annoyed me. Unless unless it's explained that he shot into the view screen of Sabine and Ezra so that he could distract them from shooting him with his blaster cannons on the tide defender. I'm I'm so, I'm so surprised you're defending rebels right now. I'm so surprised. Cause oh, holy no. shit. No 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 I no I will not no because rebels fucking piece of shit. I just watch because I have to. You don't um, have to. You yeah. like it. I like the setting. Come on. Um, regardless, regardless of that, though, yeah, it does seem pretty stupid. Unless it's going to be some super deep, well thought out way. But they would have explained it in the episode, like Sabine saying that, "Oh, I can't get a lock on because you're shooting me right in the face on my mirror screen lens cockpit window." <laughs> it's honest. It's just that scene, man. I, I. I'm okay with him. You in really the rest got a beef on that, didn't you? You really got a uh, beef. On that like stand, I, even fucking Governor Price is like, get down, sir, yeah. get down. How about this? How about this part that really pissed me off about this episode? Earlier on, when they got the two fucking loath cats with them, or whatever the fuck they are, and they're like, "Gosh, we can't get out there without having the stormtroopers distracted." Oh, here come the loath car cats, or whatever the fuck they're called. Loath they cats, go. Yep. Yeah, 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 a lot of cats go trotting out there, and they're distracting up, and he's like, oh, no, there goes our surprise attack. I was like, what the fuck? Are you shitting me? Well, that's yeah, a no, kid's, that was that's shit, a kid's show kind of deal. Mm. I don't, I just think, like, if you have, bring in Thrawn for fans, you're bringing in fans that were alive in the 90s Thrawn. that could read books. So you're yeah. talking like late middle school, high school kids in the 90s. So fast forward to now, they are adults. Are you going to disappoint these fans like this? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was weak. Mm. Yeah, I thought so. It was. There you go. Anyway. So your overview thoughts of the whole season so far? Are you... Enjoying well, it that, that goes into, like, well, there were two new episodes called Kindred and Crawler Commanders today. Yeah. Um, I, I won't go into each of them in detail, but we'll do, like, a little spoiler-free review of them. Overall, with these two episodes, I like mm-hmm. this season quite a bit, mm. actually. It's definitely heading to Rogue One, though, isn't it? Yeah. Or New Hope, There's yeah. A lot of, it's moving yeah. right into that era. For it's sure. moving now, yeah. I mean, with um, what was the double episode? It was it in the name of the Rebellion or something? Um, Where they go to Yavin. Yavin oh, Four. Yeah. You've got Saw Gerrera and um, what's his little pilot? You don't you know. know how to fight the Empire. <laughs> Do you know what, James? I'm so glad you did that impression right there. That was just a <laughs> I do love your Saw Gerrera impression. <laughs> it is awesome. So, Save the dream! Save the rebellion! Save the rebellion! <laughs> Save the dream! <laughs> and, uh, yeah, what's his little... That pilot that goes with him that saved them and... Hey, uh, Adrian, two tubes or something? Yeah. That's him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's him. Um, it's like a fucking wilted asshole to me. I like it, it though. Exactly I like it. I yeah. admit it. Fucking badass, right? Yeah. Like, you can't go yeah, wrong he was with quite that good. guy. That was okay. So, yeah, they, they're heading that way. So, yeah, I quite like it. I like yeah. when they go alien. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, 
Don't let's yeah. always go human with everything. Like, there's fucking tons of racist. aliens out there. Fucking racist. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Don't edit that. That's I won't. Alien. I won't. Yeah. <laughs> it's alienist. It's alienist. That's like, so it's... <laughs> I watched the two episodes, and it really dives into well, the first one's called Kindred. And it dives uh, a lot into the Force and Ezra mm. and the his connection to Lothal with the Lothwolves. And they get the into wolves. they get into a bit oh, of James a, James is impressed with that. And Kev. He can't wait to see that. Kev, they get into a little bit of a spot. <laughs> is that what they say in Britain? Uh, yeah, a yes. spot spot trouble. <laughs> A spot of bother. A spot of bother, be old. And uh, let's just say the Force, <laughs> the Force and Lothal help him out of it, and it's really yeah. cool. Um, yeah, it is. It's a bit. It, it reminds. It's a little bit um, Empire Strikes Backish, isn't it? That little bit. I thought. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I was yeah. afraid it'd be too cheesy, but it kind of yeah. wasn't. I I like force lore. Like I'm just really loving that. I dig um, it. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. And then the crawler commanders was like half filler episode, half necessary. Was that the very last one? Wasn't yeah, because that yeah, they they that... needed to communicate with the rebel alliance because they had no way of doing it. So they had to, mm. and that's why it's called crawler commanders. They had yeah. to uh, yeah. uh, infiltrate a crawler, an ore crawler. Which, as we know, a sand crawler is what the Jawas use, a giant thing. So this is an ore crawler, a giant thing that kind of reminisces me of, if you've seen the anime cartoons Clone War. Remember the... So there's that giant thing that, like, like presses the ground and Mace Windu's there, like, owning shit. And Mace Windu pops out and shit. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of that giant thing. But uh, cool. overall, decent. Both of them. I have no huge qualms of them. Like the, I'm pretty impressed so far. Yeah, they're what okay. I've got to be say that the um, yeah, because the um, oh, good grief, the, the the thing that was in it is like the vintage action figure, isn't it? The, um, I'm sorry, Kev, to to cut you off, but I, I forgot to I mention what, what a very saying. important fact that was revealed in Kindred. Thrawn is back to being badass mm, and introduces yeah, yeah. his right-hand man, Nogri, fella. Oh, he was great. He was good. Rook. Voiced by? Yeah, Rock. Wicked. Yeah. Who's voiced oh, by? Friend, Warwick Davis. Yeah, Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis. Thank you. Yeah. Um, he's got to be in there. It, it seemed like his voice was, like, augmented a little bit for this. but Oh, yeah. Uh... I liked Rook overall. I think they could have done a little more background on him because it was just kind of like, oh, what the fuck's this guy? He's there. Yeah. Awesome. And what the fuck? Yeah. What do you think, James? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was interesting. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm i still trying to picture the end game here with how this is going to get figured out and written out. I just, ugh. I hate to see Thrawn's end now. Because he was—he just did so much of the EU to just kill him off. Now it would be fucking terrible. Anyways, I don't know. So if they do kill him off, James, your your view of rebels is just 
gonna go through the roof, isn't it? Already fucking rock bottom, man. I would just <laughs> fucking nuke the planet, basically. If uh, <laughs> so, when oh. when does the just a quick question? When does the when does Rebels finish? When does mm. it end? Probably right before. Uh, That's Jedi. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Can you imagine if they they killed Thrawn off in the last episode, and then the last Jedi was terrible? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! How How you like, oh, that'd be the worst. <laughs> we never hear from James again. I'll just be like James will be like worst. absolutely fuck it. I'll be like, hang on a second. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was talking to James just uh, now. I've never heard from him ever again. I don't know what's yeah. gone on. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just vanished for some reason. We found a giant pyre of Star Wars. Merchandise being burned in the back of some dude's lawn. They're all oh, yeah. figures with red eyes. Well, have you? I bet you guys have never heard of a TV show called Spaced, have you? Which nah, is you know you know um spacers. It's it's, it's no it's it's, it's, it's slider one that's it's Simon Pegg did Simon Pegg did like a, a sitcom over here. Do tell. Um, it's really funny and <clears throat> um. Like Nick Frost is in it with him and everything, and and there's a scene because he hates the prequels so much that um, he puts all his Star Wars things into a pile, and it mirrors the last scene in Return of the Jedi, and he walks <laughs> up to it, and he just like starts burning, and he's going like, I can't get over the prequels, they're so bad. I've got visions of James just doing that, like walking up with the little um, <laughs> little flames, setting fire to his little collection, just going. Star Wars is dead to me. Star Wars is dead. It's just... <laughs> so, do you still think they still think Thrawn's dying? Then, do you think they're going to kill him? No, no. I hope not. Like that's no. he's such no. a good villain. Uh, mm. He is such a good villain. I can't believe they'd do that. Not like this. Yeah. No, not like this. I mean, maybe like <sighs> I don't know. They could do a a reintroduction of him. I don't know, but it's pretty hard, though, because they really haven't allowed for any space within this new era canon timeline to 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 actually, like, to actually, like, do anything with it, you know? They'll, they'll take him out of Rebels, and he'll disappear and whatever, and then he'll do is he'll be reintroduced in some other standalone movie. Hmm. I think it'll oh, do you think alone. that? Oh, do you think a throne standalone? Well, what the hell else are they going to do it of? They, yeah. So let's think about it. Kenobi, you got Solo, yeah. you got Vader, maybe Palpatine, Boba Fett. That's five movies, five years, and, and ten, would... in ten years they're going to be out of out of stuff. But that would lead into what Kathleen so... Kennedy said, wouldn't it? About because she said they've got Star Wars films planned for ten years. Yeah, for so, a while. Well, yeah. that's, that's coming up next. The Kathleen uh, okay. Kennedy interview. Yeah. Um, just what? one thing. Just one thing. Going back to the Rebels episode that you mentioned. That this this is just a little side issue. You know those Imperial troop transporters that they were, <gasps> they were in there. Yeah, they're like helicopters, kind of. No, the the, the ones. Yeah, that were. They're like that. They hover reminds, like yeah, helicopters. But, yeah, but they're they not have, like, helicopters. The little, yeah. Yeah, they have the little things in there. I remember as a kid. Um. Part of the original vintage action figures. I got one of those for Christmas. They had them in like the, the original kind of vintage line. 
And I had no idea what it was because they weren't ever in the original films. Really? Yeah. Because I, I just thought there was um, some new fucking stupid Rebels thing. No. There's a... There's a... There's, a, there's an original... There was an original line of, like, kind of action figures. And, um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, and yeah. I, yeah, and I was I was bought one of those for Christmas. Uh, I think Back by in the my day. yeah, nice. nice. Uh, but I think by my grandparents. And honestly, I was like, "What's this?" Because they're not in any of the original trilogy. It? But I loved it. It was like because obviously, growing up as a kid, I used to get when I when I got my Millennium Falcon and my Atta and all the other because there was a line of little vintage stuff that yeah um, were never in the you never really saw them in the original trilogy. And that was one of them. And then it was it was in Rebels. I was like, holy shit, I got one of those. I so, do I do like that about Rebels, how they pull in like artwork yeah, from that, Macquarie. I, I, I would love that. I would love that. Uh, yeah, all that the old great. stuff they didn't use. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Love it. Well, even The Force Awakens did that too with the model of the T-70 X-Wing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was concept art from Macquarie, which is pretty dope. Do you, yes. know, do you know if like that latest episode with the ore crawlers has... Has pulled in any of the old art because that looked really cool with the ore crawler, like with all the smoke around it and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I it must don't have some know. influence. So, no, I'm not oh. sure on that, but it must have some influence on it. Because mm-hmm. um, I mean, Filoni must—he likes that sort of stuff, doesn't he? He likes that. So, oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, let, let let's brings us into the the final thing in the news: the Kathleen Kennedy interview. <clears throat> Uh, so she did an interview with the Star Wars show with, um, what's her name? DeGoots. What's her name? Gutierrez? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, she started off the interview praising Ryan Johnson, obviously, saying, uh, actually, and confirming that he wrote the script. Yeah. She confirmed uh, it. He wrote the script. Nice. Um, she does say that he doesn't answer all the questions. But she answers some for, like, the characters mm. and the plot. But he said that anyway, yeah. hasn't he? he said yeah, that. he said it too. But she says in her own words, but it answers some in a wonderfully provocative way. Yeah. With surprises. Ooh. Like, Ooh. how fucking, like, let's just throw all the fans in a loop. What does that even mean? Wonderfully oh, provocative. <laughs> Let's be provocative. Oh, I'm um, excited yeah, to see the movie I, after hearing that. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> Do you think that's bullshit? I think it's bullshit. Just, yeah. <laughs> she's just <laughs> she's just trying to stoke the fire a little bit more or something. And, um, you know what? Yeah. I, I was yeah. hearing this interview. She has a very calming voice. Like I'm like, I hear her talk and I'm like... Ah, can you just tell me a story? Oh my god, read me stories bed. and go to bed? Yes! <laughs> tell me I've been a bad boy. Uh, <laughs> she has such a good voice, like calming voice. Mm. She knows what she's doing by the look of it. Oh, for sure. She's a great mm. politician, if anything. Mm-hmm. Well, she yeah. knows how to run a business, so... Yeah. Oh, <laughs> also, let's bring it back to Porgs for a second. Oh, sad. No. And this is kind of a sad story for Porg lovers and makes me a little sad. Kathleen Kennedy was asked in this interview 
if she was losing, in the we're losing listeners. If she was in the <laughs> Crystal Fox camp or the Porg camp. Yeah. And she said Crystal Fox. Yeah. But she in turn said that in the movie she saw a clip <laughs> of a Porg <laughs> with a baby Porg. A baby Porg. Next to it. You can't beat that. A fucking baby <laughs> porg. How cute would that look? That's what that's the, the fuck. That's that's what Chewy eats. Chewy eats. Oh my god. Porg. You found the fucking No, 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 no. You found no, the porg. No, Chewy. No, no, no. Guys, Chewy eats the mother and then feels bad about it so he takes oh, the son. Oh yeah. Oh. Like a little pet companion. Oh. Yeah. And yeah, he takes there it on is. Father, oh, the James, the role. are you a writer for The Last Jedi? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's me, the writer. Because that was gold. Just kidding. James. Mm-hmm. I do not condone mm-hmm. killing of porgs. Yeah, I do. You do. No. Just fucking kill, kill them. No porgs. Wipe them out. All of them. All of them. Wipe them out. So, anyway, she, converts, she goes on to praise oh. Rebels, Dave Filoni. And that she Dave thinks Maloney. the guy that James cr- James James was praising him as well. The crave the creator of Rebels and helped with Clone Wars, Dave Filoni, for the mm-hmm. listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did a good job. She thinks everyone is sad that Rebels is ending. That's what she said. Oh, <laughs> but says they're moving on to new things. Hmm, intriguing. Live action. Uh, that's, no, you that's what Kev thinks. Me. The no. live action. No, they're going to cheap out and go, oh, we'll do our Kenobi movie as a cartoon. All right. So wait. Oh, no. Okay, this no, is my no, vote. No, no. I'm voting. This is, you got two two choices here, and we'll see what yeah. ends up. Go on. Yeah. You got to pick cartoon series or live action series. What is uh. Filoni doing next? I'm going to go action. first. I pick cartoon. What do you think, Kev? Live action. Live, Live action. action. James? Uh, cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. No. Surely no more. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 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 God, Kev, no. Kev's going to no. win. I feel like no. Kev's going to win. No. <laughs> okay, Sheev. You'll die. See, once again, I, I just wanted you to do that impression there, James. So you fucking did not let me down again. Now do it in the Saw Guerrero voice. <laughs> No! 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 You will die! You will die! That was perfect. Now do it, now do it in the Yoda one. No. No. I'll die, you will. Oh my god, there's so many things we could do. Oh dear. Oh, dear. Now do saw <laughs> in the bedroom with a chick. Okay, sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 oh! Save the dreams. <laughs> he would totally say that. That fucker. He would do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we talked about those moments of podcast gold. This is it, boys. Oh, full right. show. <laughs> oh dear. I'm fucking joking now. <laughs> <laughs> ah, 
So she goes on to say that like she's happy about all the video games and the like fucking TV shows and the movies all convert all the storylines converge, you know, and connect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then the most interesting part, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. She's excited that they're going to take the stories beyond episode nine. Four. Yeah. And she mentions the characters, particularly Ray, Poe, Finn, BB-8. That's yeah. all she mentions, which is kind of yeah. weird, beyond episode nine. So um, what do you think? Another trilogy with them in it? I don't know. Yeah. I could have sworn Poe was going to die in this. <laughs> I thought so. I thought somebody was. Well, gonna... he originally was going to die, right? Yeah, it wasn't yeah, supposed to be in. Yeah, which is kind of. I would have been so pissed if they killed him because, like, wait, this is about new people in the trilogy, not still the old people. Which yeah. is why I'm, I'm glad they got rid of Han, and very soon they're getting rid of Leia. <laughs> that is blasphemy. <clears throat> You're glad and they like, got rid of Han. I can't believe. I heard that come out of your mouth. <laughs> don't be, don't be such Holy a kneeler. Don't oh. be such a fucking kneeler. Well, it I sounds like somebody's a kneeler. No, bend the knee. I'm glad Han Solo is dead. I'm pretty sure James words? is the fucking kneeler right now. <laughs> no, no, no. You were kneeling before JJ, going, JJ, what a great movie. Just kill oh. Han. I loved it. <laughs> I love you, JJ. I'll come back and do nine. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like they just put his name in as just a placeholder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yep. But uh what the fuck were we talking about? Oh, well Kathleen Kennedy saying they're gonna live, essentially. Well, yeah, yeah. well people mm, think. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, whatever. So what are they gonna do though? What are they gonna do with that? How are they gonna well, it yeah, makes well, sense. They're the new guys. They're the new, um, the new cast. So they 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 should live. But she doesn't mention Kylo. Is that mm. interesting? Mm. Mm. Oh yeah, that little prick's dead. Because <laughs> <laughs> he can't be redeemed. Nope. That's a he's going to sacrifice. That's him. something we'll <laughs> talk about like every episode. Yeah. 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 So, so do you, just go. Do you think then that I mean, not just. Do you think there's going to be a a cartoon movie like the Clone Wars again? But I mean, it's possible. I mm-hmm. I think. I fucking hope not. I think there's a fifty-fifty chance. Terrible. Sure, I think there's a high chance. But that Clone Wars movie was pretty terrible, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. So I hope they don't. Fit. Yeah. That fucking hot thing and all that, like the baby. Be- oh Jesus Christ, that was terrible. That was. Uh-huh. But what oh, about can- what about oh, this? No, let, hope, let me mention. The Kenobi as a let me just mention right? two words. Sky guy. What? 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 Isn't that what Ahsoka called Anakin? Oh God! Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Hi, no. Sky guy. <laughs> Yeah, that's fucking stupid. I thought it'd incite was... more hatred at first. I can't even remember it. I mean, I've only watched that movie once, cause, and it was so... I was just so... just annoyed at it and pissed off that I thought, I'm never watching that ever again. Um, <laughs> I feel like you guys shut it out of your memory. 
Yeah, and you've kind of like yeah. done the. Yeah. I've tried to do the Man in Black sort of um, what's it called, mind eraser thing with oh, the. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> oh, I've never seen that film. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, when you think about it, with with that and then the the Ewok films and the Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones, you know, quite a few. So before before we review the Vader comic, I just want to say Kathleen Kennedy talked about Ron Howard and she commented on the importance of letting people have an inside look because remember Ron was showing all those photos from the set. Mm-hmm. So she she actually commented on that and said that there is an importance of letting people have an inside look as to what we're doing and experience the fun of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe in the future we're going to see more, like from JJ's Episode 9 film, like we thought we wouldn't see. It's true. Very true. Could be. Could be. Be interesting now to see if they go that way. Because <clears throat> I'd love the run out tweet. So I think they won't reveal too much, but little snippets like that. Yeah. Yeah, could be good. Could be good. All right. Let's do Vader real quick. Mm-hmm. Okay. As far as real quick fucking awesome lore can, force lore can go, because I fucking love this series. I don't know. Did you guys, yeah. Are you guys caught up on it? Uh, yes. Question for both <laughs> of you. Uh, out of 10, what would you give this series so far? Like, as far as intrigue and... Uh, 6.8. 6.8, really? That's yeah. specific. That's yeah. very specific. So, James, yeah. how have you how have you arrived at your six point eight mark? <laughs> so, uh, have I you mean, times it, that? Well, no, no, no. We we'll take that out. Of, no, it's just a number as your answer. We're, we'll get into it more. All right, six point eight. Kev, That's what do you think? <laughs> I would give it eight point four. Man, you guys are lower than I thought. I'm going like nine, man. Oh, I love. Are you going for a comic. round nine, or are you going for Fucking nine? Kneeler. No, this is nothing like a kneeler, and this is nothing like loving Han Solo dying. Mm, yeah, you James. fucking kneeler. You, <laughs> kneeler. You, oh, the king of the kneelers, James. <laughs> loving Han Solo dying. Okay, I loved it when Han Solo died. <laughs> Yeah. That's what you said. That's what I'm totally said. editing it out for future use. <laughs> yeah, just keep that in there forever. We'll hold that against him for three. So you know, we're in our, when we're in our old age and in our 80s, and you just go, do you remember when you said this, James? So, for the listeners, this is going to be a spoiler-full review of Darth Vader comic. Um, it's this is the newer Vader series, what we, isn't it? Yes, it's the, the newer one of the two. Mm. What you will hear is nowhere near what you will experience if you actually get them because you get to see the amazing artwork that they've done on it. Um, and uh, what's his name? The author, the writer, Sewell, I think is the last name. He does a yeah. great job with it. Uh, so it starts out at the end of Re- Revenge of the Sith uh, with literally at the end with Vader on the table. Remember that in the movie? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, you know, and the Emperor mentions that Padme dies and that she's given him a gift. Ted. Pain. <laughs> and head. <laughs> he still has his head, unlike other limbs. <clears throat> yeah. 
sure. That's what you're well, talking maybe, about, maybe, right? Well, maybe, maybe the head was painful. <laughs> so he has a choice to use it or die. That's like his ultimatum, the emperor. And he obviously chooses to use it. Um, so then it goes on to explain why Sith lightsabers are red, which is see, this is why I love this series. It, it gets into like that force lore that other books kind of just beat around the bush with. You know, like yeah. I, I read novels and I'm like, okay, we're learning like about this important character, but back when she was a teenager or he was a teenager, you know, like like little Beat things beaten around the bush. But mm. This gets into the fucking meat. Force yeah. fucking lore. So, Sith lightsabers are red because they have been made to bleed. Yeah. The crystals yeah. are alive and can feel pain. Which so. makes sense because we knew from Catalyst, um, yes, that uh, <coughs> yeah the the the, the Kyber crystals pre Rogue One. That's the pre Rogue One novel. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, because the Catalyst, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> the crystals have an effect on um, uh, Galen Erso in that, don't they? they yeah, they actually with, affect um, his mind. Yeah, yeah. So they are alive and they can be influenced. So. Exactly. Yeah, this comic gets into that with the Sith. Um, yeah, carry on, Ed. Carry on. Yeah, so it goes on to show a bunch of lightsabers being burned in a uh, like a vat, and uh, Masamid is there, I think. The um, Chagrian? He's a Chagrian, right? Chagrian, yeah. uh, And he mentions that never again will the instruments of oppression terrorize the galaxy. And then uh, it goes to the Emperor dropping Vader off on some backwater planet and without a lightsaber in his suit. And he says, obtain a ship and a lightsaber from a Jedi. Mm-hmm. That is your quest. Mm. Um, then it goes on to Volume 2 and beyond. saying, And he gets a ship. Do you have any comments so far, guys? Anything? No, no I'm with you so far. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. yeah absolutely. Just <laughs> You're doing a great tell job. The story. Uh, what's so, the name of What's the name of the uh, the vow that the Jedi took? Or are you going to get? Oh, I'm getting to that. Don't worry. All right. Yeah. All right. So he yeah. on the next volume he gets a ship and then assaults some outpost in the mid rim named Brightome, and it's manned by a bunch of clone troopers. Because remember, this is n- very close to after the Clone Wars, so obviously, obviously there'd be clone, tro- clone troopers around. And, you know, they're, like, playing around with some leftover trinkets from battles they've had, and there's some lightsabers in there, and the, uh, one of the clone troopers is holding one and stuff, and Vader arrives on his ship, and fucking... I don't know why he doesn't just be like, I'm with the Empire, but instead he goes and just demolishes all the, the clone troopers and their fighters, lands in the station goes in there somehow gets one of the lightsabers from one of the crates and just demolishes everybody and then his little droid conducts a query in like the computer database and finds his target a jedi a jedi that's been on pilgrimage (laughs) 
from before Anakin was even a Jedi. His yeah. name is Kirok Infila. And he yeah. had one, when he was a Jedi, he had one purpose within the Order. And the, this comic made it blatant. And it was to fight. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, he took a vow to live alone inside the Force. It's called the Barash Vow. The Barash yeah. Vow. The Barash Vow. So Vader goes and hunts him out, finds him, gets defeated, right, at first. Yeah, kind of. He gets battered, doesn't he, a little bit? Yeah, he gets thrown. He gets goes through some trials to get up to him on some top of some mountain, and he finds him on top of the mountain, and then the Jedi says, like, my vow is completed because I've foreseen you destroying my friends and family, and he fights him and defeats him, pushes him off the cliff. But Vader's Mm -hmm. at the the bottom. I think in the next volume or whatever, shows him, like, at the bottom of the cliff fucking using the force using the force to fucking like repair himself and put himself back together while he's just laying there at the bottom of the cliff pretty sweet i mean the art the artwork at that point is amazing isn't it because his his arm is battered his legs are showing his yep mechanical arms oh yeah that that bit's awesome so interrupt me if i miss anything but he defeats him by threatening the nearby town by threatening to destroy a dam that's holding water back. Yeah. Yeah. That's like got water that's going to destroy all the entire village. And the Jedi's like would have normally defeated him. But Vader uses that against him and it's like. Yeah. Okay, What's the just name kill of the me though? instead, but don't kill these people. And obviously, Vader's going to kill both. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he's Vader, isn't he? He's that. Yeah. But it kind of gives him no choice in it, does he? That Vader just, with um, Kira, that he's like. Um, yeah. Because he's trying to protect That's him, the only he? way he's to like, get him. Got, yeah, yeah. The only way to get. Yeah. So, in the. Um, he says something, doesn't he? Like, I won't let you do it. And he says, you, you know, you're a fool, you can't stop me or something. And then, boom, he's in, it's hitting it. Um, he takes his lightsaber from him, doesn't he? Yep. And that's <clears throat> where he gets his lightsaber. So he mm. takes his lightsaber, brings it back. He's in some cave. Do you guys remember? I don't know. So he causes the, his lightsaber to bleed and turns it turns the crystal red. And then makes his own lightsaber out of it. Mm. Essentially. Is where he got his lightsaber. Well, unless he... Well, it goes, uh, it goes oh, back to Mustafar, doesn't it? it doesn't yeah, okay, so, but that's his vision, yeah. right? Yeah, describe yeah. that. I, I, I'm getting foggy on it. No, I, I, oh God, I, I remember because he goes, he, he gets the lightsaber and then goes back to Mustafar to, basically to make it bleed there, doesn't he? Which is obviously like the scene of his down... His downfall. Yeah. And I think the, um, the Emperor tells him to sort of construct it and make it bleed, and then he will become, like, really powerful. So he does, doesn't he? He takes it back. Doesn't he take the crystal out, and then he has some sort of vision or well, something? Well, yeah, and he and confronts then... Obi-Wan in the vision, right? Yeah. Right, but Obi-Wan forgives him and, like, takes him back in or whatever. Mm. Yeah, but then he's like, fuck you. Yeah. I'm just kidding, you're dead. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and then, and then the light, the crystal turns red, and that's where it is. That's how it becomes. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he has he has the flashback, doesn't he? Of at the end of Revenge of the Sith, he has Obi Wan, and then sort of says, "Yeah, like mean nothing to me now." So yeah, that that I love I love is. all this. Like I don't yeah. see how you guys didn't like all. This. Anyway, oh no, I love it. This I love lore. it. I mean, um, yeah, fucking I awesome. Mm. Oh, okay. So I continue to hate on this. <laughs> you don't like the bleeding shit, do you? I mean, I, I I get the bleeding thing. Like he has to take one and like make it his own. I get that. I get that. What I still am pissed about, and will always be pissed about, because it ties into rebels, are these fucking inquisitors? What Ooh. the fuck? Nice segue. Well, they bring them in, yeah. yeah. Thanks. Because that nice. goes into the next volume, right? I mean, just fucking shit. So the Emperor brings him back. He's like, I found these... I don't know. What, what? How does he introduce them? Doesn't he make him I, fight one? He makes him fight the Grand Inquisitor. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, he does, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Um, and and as we tricky? know, the Grand Inquisitor used to be one of the Jedi Guardians, right? Like one of the mm-hmm. guards. Mm-hmm, in, mm-hmm. Uh, and fights him and totally... Kicks his ass. Vader wins, oh, hands yeah. down. Hands down. Um, and I think that was all. Pretty much that volume was about. Yeah, that was volume. Five. And the emperor, the emperor sort of says, "I knew you were going to win anyway, but I had to sort of." Yeah. Well, know. I think it was more like the Grand Inquisitor had to realize how fucking awesome Vader is. Don't mess right. with that motherfucker. Well, plus also the emperor wanted to make sure that Vader was on point as well. Yeah, mm. good point. Good point. Yep, on point and good point. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Great point. Um. So, so yeah. did I miss anything before I get into the last volume? No, I think that's no, no. Yeah, I think it's doing doing grand. Okay, so Vader, the last one, the most recent one, Vader's training, actually training the Inquisitors, kind right. of, and apparently cutting off their limbs literally like cutting their hands and arms off and the grand inquisitor is like what the fuck are you doing good good, yeah. good. and i'm like honestly <laughs> like what the fuck is he doing but then he says he's teaching them the feeling of loss that they will never forget because they are going to be trained de- trained to fight any jedi that survived order 66 if you think about it, any Jedi that survived Order sixty six is probably pretty awesome, right? And or pretty fucked. Well, both, but yeah. So it also mentions all Inquisitors at that point in the story are former Jedi. Did you catch mm-hmm. that? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Vader actually says this is one of their weaknesses. He says, that's right. That's their weakness. He says they fight like it. Mm. They fight like like defensively. They attack only when there's no other choice. The Jedi taught that a battle could be counted as a victory even if both parties survive. Mm. This error has a f- has infected the Inquisitor's tactics. Mm. Nice. 
So he makes that clear to the Grand Inquisitor, and the Grand Inquisitor yeah. has no argument against it. So. Well, it still yeah. doesn't change the fact that the Inquisitor's idea just sucks. Fucking stupid and shouldn't be there. Yeah. Mm, and there's that, yeah. Well, is well, we also don't know how many Jedi survived Order 66 and whether it was too many for Vader to even deal with. Well, it's not so, say, it's not saying at that point, is it, of of what no, how yeah. many are left or anything. But no, there I apparently mean, was a need, I guess, for the Emperor mm. to um mm. recruit some semi more people, yeah, to more people to hunt them down, isn't it? That's what it's saying, yeah. isn't it? So and this, I do agree. And with, this I comic do agree does, with Jane, yeah, are, it does yeah. emphasize that they are not Sith, right? And that they won't be taught the extre- the most powerful ways of the dark side, and they won't be they won't be extreme Sith either. No, right. So then it goes on showing that the <clears throat> they show him a list of all the surviving Jedi. That need to be hunted down, but there is one, one in particular, that is emphasized. The Grand Inquisitor doesn't know why it's emphasized, but Vader takes it to the Emperor and is like, "Why?" Mm. And who is this Jedi? Anybody? Go ahead, go. Jocasta hey. New. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The fucking old lady librarian from the. I uh, know. From the Jedi that whole, yeah. archives. That snotty, that snotty librarian. From With Attack the chopsticks the in her hair. There. Mm. Yeah, snotty old bitch. She really was. For the listeners, she's in the prequels, right? Mm. Uh, yeah. She's at the Jedi archives. She's got the chopsticks in her hair. She's old. Mm-hmm. But she's even older in this. So... Mm. The Emperor has yep. taken great interest in her. Doesn't he say uh, something about th- th- there's no greater threat than her or something? Is that what he uh, says, isn't he? Yeah, something like that. You're like, what? Well, so it keeps. <laughs> so what the comic keeps doing is it goes back and forth between the Emperor and Vader talking. Then it goes back to uh, Jocasta Nu talking with her sub- person. So Jocasta Nu is on some backwater planet. Creating holocrons, creating another Jedi archive. Mm-hmm. She's drink, putting all tea. the knowledge she knows into holocrons and throwing them on a shelf. It actually shows an entire shelving network of like a hundred plus now holocrons on it. So it's pretty cool. And yeah. and she Gar uh, the guy she's with is named Gar. I'm not. She's wearing a t- trench coat. He's bald. He's got a weird cut beard. Gar Gar or something. I was. I kind of looked like DJ to me. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here All we go. right, little little. Uh, are you throwing? Theory. Are you throwing that theory out there? No, right? no, it's not DJ. No. <laughs> I hope so. That'd be cool. But probably too yeah. old, young, whatever. Yeah. So she's making yeah. holocrons because there's no one else with the knowledge she has from the decades of maintaining the Jedi archives. Hmm. Is it? Does it? Yeah. Because they go, they go to the Jedi archives, don't they? Well, Gar's like, okay, you're done. What do we do now? Hmm. And she's like, well, I haven't built an archive. I've built a school. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And then she tucks mm-hmm. something in her coat and she leaves. And she's 
apparently going to find a list or something of uh, students that she can teach for her uh, Jedi Academy, new school Jedi Academy. Yeah. Um, and that thing she tucks away ends up being her lightsaber, which is pretty cool. Like this old lady mm, finally yeah. taking her lightsaber she hasn't used in many years. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Fucking Mrs. Doubtfire, here we come. Yep. Here we go. This is it. This is another standalone movie, isn't it? And then it jumps back to <laughs> Sheev telling Vader. Sheev is in Palpatine's oh, first man. name. Palpatine. Momarn Sheev. Tells Vader that the Jedi plundered every site of interest to the Force across the galaxy. That's what he tells it. Which they kind of did. Well, in the Bane trilogy, they mentioned it. But that's yeah. not canon. But, uh, you know, shrines and shit, you know, the Jedi would go out and grab all the artifacts and bring them back and kind of hoard them in a, in a way, plundered them. And Sheev tells us to Vader, plundered them and gave them to Jocasta Nu to guard. Mm. So she knows all the light and the dark side secrets. Interesting. So Sheev wants Ooh. her alive and sends Vader to capture her. Yeah, because that's it. Yeah, that's really cool, isn't it? Where she said, "Well, doesn't Palpatine say she she can't fight? She she can't use a lightsaber, but her absolute knowledge could destroy everything." So he's like really scared of her, isn't he? And yeah, it's quite cool that bit. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. So that was a great comic. I loved it because it got really into the Force and the kind of more of the dark side of the Force, but uh, Vader dealing with it. After Revenge of the Sith and mm. moving on. Yeah, great. Loved it. Same here. So yep. you guys you guys want to move on to emails? Let's go. Do it. <laughs> Alright. Let's do it. So, what do we got first? James, you want to do one? Do you have it open? No, I don't have it open. <laughs> you open it. I have it open right here. I have no idea what these are going to say. All right, so the first one. Oh, my God. It's from Wyatt Dumas. I mean, Wayne Dumas. I read it wrong. He says, Aaron Alston or Timothy Zahn, who would win in in an expanded universe rap battle? <laughs> oh God, I remember this now. Yeah, Aaron Alston. You sure? You have anything more than that? Like yeah. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I, I should say why. Well, because Timothy Zahn's voice is kind of weird and uh, very soft-spoken and quiet when you talk to him. Ooh. Probably can't do very well in a rap. But have rap. you heard Aaron Alston talk? Nah, but he looks cool. Uh, it's got to be with that, and it? it's got to be. I can't imagine Timothy Zahn rapping. Can I add something? He said you can alternatively substitute Michael Stackpole for Alston if you choose. Ooh. Which is what I'm gonna do. But no, can, no, because Aaron, well, Aaron Alston's got like that beard thing with the super huge glasses thing going on. <laughs> Wicked. And the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Coke bottle glasses and the sketchy goatee with the. Well, he's living the in the seventies. I think. Yeah, perpetual. He's holding on to it, isn't he? He's holding on to it and let him let him do it. What do you so, think, Kev? I go with James. Yeah, I think so. I can't imagine Timothy's on 
So here's Dude. here's my thing with it. I'll, I'll go with Stackpole. Because ah. Austin, I mean, I like the later X-Men stuff, but Stackpole's yeah, got the original shit. And he kind of looks, you know, he could be spunky. Yeah, well, hmm. so I love Zahn and Stackpole both. They kept... Yeah. They kept Star Wars alive in the '90s for me, uh, but I will if, if they were going to enter a rap battle, I would take Stackpole. To be quite honest, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I liked I liked his X-wing series, the first four. Right, that's what he did. Mm-hmm. I liked, and I've read a couple other things, including Talion Revenant. I recommend that if you haven't read it. It's a one-off fantasy book. Medieval, it's fucking okay. awesome. Okay. Read it. Yeah. Italian Revenant. Write it down. All right. I read it in like a good. day because it was so good. Anyway, I've already forgot. I've already forgotten what you said. Oh, uh, you dick. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I just Fuck love you. the way Stackpole did action scenes. <laughs> like yeah. it was just he he in a writing way he he described details in the perfect amount. Like it wasn't too much. It wasn't too little. Like. Zahn, I think, kept away from a lot of details and made it more like a movie. But Stackpole did a little more and made it better for books. Mm. So there you go. Yeah, That's okay, why cool. I think he would win in a rap battle. Mm. Yeah, I see it. I dig it. A great shout. Great shout. Yes, thank you, Wayne Dumas. For sending yeah, thank you, Wayne. <laughs> Dumas. So next email. Any of you want to read it? From Andrew Weber. I can't see it. You can't see you get, Neither of you have it up? Come on. No. No. On I'm not. Gmail? Uh, can forward, it, forward it to me to my personal address. A uh, different Jesus, laptop. Well, okay, no, I'll just read laptop, it. I'm not logged into it. I'll just read it and forward the next one to you. Okay. So he says, what do you guys think makes a saga film a saga film versus being just a Star Wars story? Based on that definition, how do you think The Force Awakens and what we know of The Last Jedi further the saga in a way that is beyond just a Star Wars story set around the time frame of the saga films, which is also true to Rogue One and Solo? Thanks, Andrew. Ooh, very good. Kev, we'll go to you. you, Or do you want me to go? I'll go first. Let me go first. Go ahead, James. Go. So I think... um, what really needs to happen to identify The Force Awakens and Last Jedi as the continuation of the saga is that you're you're essentially going back and you have to redefine what the whole saga is about from the beginning. And it's the story of the Skywalkers. All right? Really, it's about Anakin Skywalker. Then it's about Luke Skywalker. Now who's it going to be about? It's going to be a Rey Skywalker solo thing because of Leia. Leia and Dia, Luke's sister. Um, so it's a story about family, and it's a story about the Skywalker, Luke, uh, Anakin, then Luke and Leia. Now it's going to be Kylo and Rey. That's my thought. Mm. So that makes a saga that connects it all together because the saga of our Star Wars universe with the real for the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy, and now the current trilogy is the Skywalker family. That's what it's centered on. I rest my case. And I second that, one hundred percent. The saga films are, um, so, without a shadow of a doubt, they are 
Anakin's story to Luke to the next generation of Rey and Kylo. The standalone movies are an individual story contained within that universe that doesn't really feature them. So I think the saga films are telling the story of a fa- of a family. God bless you. <laughs> so completely, one hundred percent. Yeah, the saga films are the Skywalker family. Yeah. So you guys think? I'm totally in agreement with you. It's if it's a descendant of Leia, yeah, saga. But do you think it will qualify if there's no descendant of Luke and it's only descendant of Leia? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, because it's still the same family. Yeah. And I think I think the saga films as well as that are telling a continuous story. They're also setting it. It's also a continuous story. So you watch episode one, you've got to watch episode two, you've got to watch episode three. A new oak, you've got to watch Empire and Jedi. A standalone film is probably something that you could just watch as a one-off. Um, although, having said that, you probably need to watch a new oak having watched Rogue One. But um, <laughs> the I don't, I still think you can watch that as a standalone. But they're telling a continual family story. So the saga ones. So absolutely, with Kylo being. I mean, Leia's the daughter of Vader, so it's all the same continual family story. So, yeah, I'm complete. I think we've. All, I think that's. We're all in agreement on that, aren't we? I think that's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be the true. case. Yeah. Thank you, by the way, to Andy Weber. That was a good one. <clears throat> keep listening. Keep sending them in. We love you. So the next one's from Jason Fish, another listener. Let's see what he has to say. Do you think Rebels will be able to explain and justify the signature character's absence in A New Hope by the end of this season? It has to. Assuming they can't kill them off, it is a kid's show on Disney after all. Existential yeah, I don't think threat. they'll kill them off, but I think it will explain where they go and why they're never seen from again. It really has to, doesn't it? Um, yeah. Kill them off. Do you think? Just fucking kill them it's off. It's a kid's show. Yeah, <laughs> you think they'll do that? They if, killed okay. off the Inquisitors. So his part of his question is, is assuming they can't. Do you think they'll explain how they're absent from A New Hope? Uh, yeah. yeah. They've got to. Hmm. Because if that... Mind you, having said that, though... Um, yeah, so maybe they... They won't explain some of them because I know Hare has mentioned in Rogue One, just on a little Easter egg bit where they mention her General before the Sandula. Battle of Sandula, yeah. So, yeah, I don't. They might not actually. They might explain. I think they'll explain um, Ezra and Kanan, but then I think the others it might be left um, unexplained as to where they go. I can, I can see that too. I, I would yeah. agree that as well. Because so, you, see, of, you uh, see Chopper. Yeah, yeah, he's in Rogue One. What's well, a Chopper? So. <laughs> His dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Never gets yeah. old. <laughs> so, yeah, answering the question, I think they will some characters, but not some others. Mm. I think the main ones they'll tie up are Ezra and Kanan. 
as Jedi, and then maybe the others, they won't. Um, I still think they might kill somebody off, um, even though it is a kid's show. I don't know if Zeb will go or somebody like that. Um, maybe even Kanan and Ezra. Yeah. But so I think that's a real, it's a really good question. That difficult one to. So I think I think they'll probably explain Kanan and Ezra, but then the others. They'll probably just disappear into the well, Star I, Wars universe. I think Kanan and Ezra are the big, big ones we wonder about, really. Right. Mm. Um, and I hope they do, but I kind of have a feeling they're getting set up for another series. What do you? Wow. Think? Yeah. I th- I think they're gonna they're gonna like go to the <laughs> outer rim or fucking unknown no. regions. No. Oh no! No, <laughs> I just disappointed James big time. Oh, you just disappointed um. all of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, They're gonna go to the outer rim with some porgs and live happily ever after. <laughs> and live happily ever. No, they're gonna encounter yeah. some conflict, which creates a TV series. You think? Series. Uh, you think Ezra will have like a connection to the porgs, like he does with the wolves, and he'll be like. Um, deep in meditation, and yeah. I'm communicating with the pogs, and they're telling me where to go and what to do. No, that's no. fucking stupid. Okay, so you want my honest, <laughs> honest opinion is, uh, as we know from the latest Rebels episode, the Lothwolves were were looking for Kanan, not Ezra. Mm. So, uh, so I think Ezra is going to meld with the Force with, on Lothal and. Maybe Kanan. I don't know. There's something weird going on. I think Ooh. they're gonna end up. But we'll that's, that's my we'll opinion. Okay. But uh, yeah. so that ends it for us. We're running out of time here. Uh, we got two more emails. One from Ben. No, three. One from Ben. One from uh, Melvin, and one from an M. They didn't really Mystery, leave a name. Music, yeah, musicality. Ooh, nice. yeah, 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 M. Uh, we love M's email right now. It looks good. Um, we'll get to that next week. We are running out of promise. time. Promise. Well, promise we'll do those next week. Uh, yeah. James, right, well, take us out. Folks, thank you so much for being with us. Remember, you can always check us out online at scruffypodcasters.com. Um, Scruffy looking at no G on Twitter. Hebert207 on Twitter. KPG1974. At Scruffy Podcast, scruffypodcasters at gmail.com. We're now part of the Radio Free Podcast Network, radiofreepodcasting.com. Thank you again, folks, and have a great night. Cheerio. May the force be with you. Are you kidding me? This party's over.